Oh, here we go. Welcome to another edition of the Hate to See It podcast. Last night, you had, you had some, you had some uh, boxing talk. It was a Jake Paul fight. You had Yankees, Mets. Now we're on our camp caravan. We're in the much-anticipated, very competitive, minus the Jets, AFC East. I mean, this is an intriguing division. I'm so, I'm so excited to talk about it. Uh, tonight, we're joined by, uh, well, obviously, Ryan's here, and Chewy's making an appearance because, you know, it's, why not? No surgery tonight, no doctor's appointments tonight. Here we are. How we doing, fellas? Glad to be doing back. Good. Glad to be back. Let's get, let's get right into it. Hey, this AFC East, man, I mean, it really went from the Patriots dominating to having the Patriots and three dog shit teams to actually now one dog shit team and three and two and a half contenders. Um, so I, I want to start off uh-huh. with the – yeah, I, I, the Patriots are half a contender. No, they're not. I mean, I I mean I'm, still, I'm still not ready to take I like Mac Jones. I like what's happening. As long as that guy, Bill Belichick, is in New England, they're a contender. So here we go. I'm, we're going to open it right up with New England. <laughs> um, you got a, big, a lot of storylines here. Okay, last year they were decimated with between some injuries. COVID guys saying, I'm not playing. They're sitting out. And meanwhile, Bill gets them to seven wins still. Uh, Cam Newton wasn't himself. He still killed worms last year. He was also hurt. Then he started playing well. Then he got COVID. Going into this season, he seemed like he was playing well. Mac Jones is playing well. Now he's got to sit five days. He just came back. Where do you guys see this starting quarterback position going for the Patriots? Uh, let me better say, who does Bill want deep down to be the starter? Uh, I'll let you start. Uh, to answer your question right off the bat, I think deep down he would want the person he just drafted to show signs of uh, being able to start and take the job over. I mean, from the recent reports out of how he's been playing in practice, it seems like there Jones is building a little more confidence and the whole COVID situation with Cam Newton. I mean, that's a joke. I mean, he tried to follow the protocol apparently from what I read and he, he still wasn't able to abide, abide by it by due to a technicality. Yeah. I hopefully it doesn't end up. I I think they still want to give Cam the shot. Like, you know what? Here, you're you've been established in the league. We you've played at high caliber level before. We actually got some more offensive pieces around for you and defensive guys that opted out last year. Overall, New England's going to be better, and we're, we're it's going to be as far as Cam will take them. I mean, there's not there's a leash on Cam. Like they're not about to let him. They're they're not going to make Jones sit on the bench all season if Cam doesn't play up to expectations. So what's that threshold? At what point do you say enough of Cam? When he when it gets to the point where he's losing you games, like you said, being able to make throws consistently, ac- accuracy, not turning the football over. I mean, the offense generating points on a consistent basis. I mean, well, it, it didn't happen too often for New England last year. We'll see if it can happen this year. I I I I don't know. I, I'm expecting them to be better, but still not in a playoff caliber team, in my opinion. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I think uh, Chewy hit the nail on the head. I think Mac Jones does play a little bit this year. I just love – I think – I've been saying it a couple of times. I think he's Joe Burrow. He had the similar senior year as Joe Burrow, and it's just been overlooked. And Joe Burrow was a top uh, pick, and Mac Jones fell to 15. And I think it's the perfect situation for him. I think Cam – I think it's best if he sits a little bit, and I think Cam – like you just got to see if he come if it comes to the point where he's playing like last year and he's losing you games, it's time to let this kid Mac Jones play and see what he's got. I mean, you just took him, you spent the 15, uh, first round pick on him. It's not a rush, but I think if cams costing you games, 
Bill's not going to be hesitant to pull the plug on. He, we've seen it with guys that have done a lot for this organization. He's pulled the plug on. No, and you, and you notice, and you see Bill's history. You know, Bill has respect for players and what they've done and who they are. And he does have a heart. Like, he, he definitely wants to see guys do well. But he's not afraid to do what's best for the team. And at the end of the day, for Bill Belichick, it's whatever wins is, is the path he's going to take. You saw with Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. You see it time and time again. What's up, Ryan? I, I got a question. Uh, I, I know I like the move today that they made with the Ravens. They just got Sean Wade. I know me and Chewy were pretty big Sean Wade guys. Uh, he got suspended in the Clemson uh, mm-hmm. college football playoff game. Completely changed the game. Oh, that was that ago. bullshit. That was that bullshit. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah. linebacker. Yeah, I know yeah, you're completely about. changed the game. No, he's that's a, a football guy. That's a corner. He's a guy. slot corner. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's. I think he's a gem trade, and I think it's very rare you see someone trade. Hey, they, they also as a rookie the before they even play a snap. Really, the Patriots give a seventh uh, round no, pick for the kicker. No, the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. I'm sorry, the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. wrong, wrong PA. Wrong PA. So going back to my going back to my question, I I think that if Bill sees it, he will go to you. Obviously, go we'll, we'll go to Mac Jones. But I think last year Cam didn't get a fair shake in terms of you had a decimated defense between injuries and COVID. You had a team that really had no off season really, so you're coming into a really season you know very cold. Um, and really he really didn't get into a rhythm. And you saw week one they were trying to run the ball, they're trying to do some you know zone reads, QB runs, things like that. So I think you're going to see a lot more of that. But when you can put a defense behind that and the Patriots aren't playing from behind that much and Cam can really, and you can really control the offense, control the tempo that all plays in Cam's favor. So when you're down Cam, when Cam kills those worms, it magnifies those mistakes. So this year, when you're going to be in the games more and possibly playing with more of a lead and more of a, of a, a schedule on your terms offensively, that helps Cam Newton and it helps any quarterback, but especially a quarterback that's trying to refine, that's trying to find himself again. So I'd love to see Cam do well. He's done so much in this league, and he's just got a, you know, the shoulder that is sticking in a lot of cases lately. But he also isn't playing well. So hopefully yeah. now he can get back into it. Um, yeah. Lots of love for Cam, but, I mean, the way I see it as a Jets fan, I hope he's awful, and I hope Jones is awful. So that's how I feel yeah. about the situation. Well, look who he's competing against. You're competing against a Josh Allen who's going to put up points. You're competing now. I don't know what's going to happen in Miami with Tua. But, Lawrence kind of got Bill, Bill, Belichick's number, honestly. No, he I, does. I, even before they got really good. I think that could be a good segue into talking about the Dolphins a little bit. I mean. Yeah. All right. So biggest I, issue. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. No, no, no. I was going to say I, was, I would like to talk about the Dolphins too. The, the Dolphins last year had a safety blanket. You had Fitzmagic. Oh, Fitzmagic. So <laughs> you know you had it. You were going to go with the veteran. Then you You're going to it. So I don't even mean to cut you off, but like it's the parallels between their situation last year and what New England's facing at the quarterback position. Now it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Tua, go be, go, 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 do that guy. Poke you gotta go with the stick. Tua. You got to be the go guy. Be you go do do something. He's not here anymore to bail you out. You know, in Las Vegas anymore. He's not here to you know. We just <laughs> put him in at the end of the game. Like now, you got to like if the guy isn't wide the fuck open, you still got to throw it because he's kind of open. You know, so. That's going to be the biggest hurdle. How do you think – do you think Tua takes that next step? Because think about this. I know we're talking about Deshaun Watson. He might go to jail, wherever he may end up, either playing for the Texans, civil suit, may not commission exemplars. But the Dolphins were still in play for Deshaun Watson, which tells me, you know, is, is, Tua is not 100,000% their guy. If there's an opportunity for a better guy, they're going to go after it. So without the safety blanket of Ryan Fitzpatrick, do you see Tua – taking that next step this year and getting them over the hump to beat the Buffalo Bills. I was, uh, I was a big two believer coming out. I thought, and then the injury kind of like, he kind of fell a little bit for me, 
But I mean, I hope so. And they do got some decent weapons. I think Devontae Parker is a big, uh, a nice number one receiver. I, I mean, Gasecki's a shown flashes. Gasecki, Penn State. Um, I think Gaskins. There it is. Suck Gaskins a nice uh, out of the backfield kind of back, and they got Fuller if he can stay healthy or uh, not get suspended. But I think the biggest move for them was working out whatever happened with uh, the contract deal with uh, Xavier and Howard. Was that that was huge for them because their secondary they do have a good a very good secondary and they their defense is kind of the catalyst of this team right now still and I mean they they you got to you got to see the steps from Tua you can't lose him games you can't lose them games that's a step that would be good for him to take you know well how many games last year did Fitzy come in and save I don't it's you can't even like I it's not something anyone I got a good name off the top of their head because it happens so often it, it I mean it happened often but then some of them he went in and still lost or where they were so far behind where they Last year, they were there were so many games where Fitzy comes in at the end, it was just too little, too late, and they ended up losing anyway. But if they could have controlled, they had those games and they let him slip away because Tua wasn't there yet. So that yeah. kind of, but I like that. Like I love what Flores is doing. He's really turned the culture in Miami around. And now you you couple that with a defense and a team that now has played in those high pressure games. But the bottom line is you, you combat your biggest issue in the division is what the passing game is stopping Josh Allen and stopping the Buffalo Bills. And the Dolphins addressed that with signing Howard. But how do you really beat the Bills? How do you get over the hump? Because I think if you don't beat the Bills, you're not winning the division. Yeah. 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 I think that's I think that's a 100 percent fair question. I mean, to, for for me, what it comes down to for the Dolphins is, I mean, their offense, like you said, they have to be they have to take some more strides this year. I felt like Brian alluded to their defense being the catalyst of their team. He's 100% correct about that that statement with that statement. But 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 if you if, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, they they have to be able to put up points cuz the Buffalo Bills, they can score the football. They they can they can score. They can score. And they have a really good defense too. So yes, the Dolphins do have a really good defense, but to me, for Tua and Ryan named a whole bunch of weapons they had. Uh, forgot Waddle. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, like, Tua, you, we're going to need you to be more of a game manager, more than a game manager. I mean, it comes down to the balance of being able to knowing when to take shots down the field. Uh, something I thought uh, Zach Wilson touched on in his press. Oh, I, I knew. I know you. Show, I knew. I know. I love show great maturity. I'm like, that's the first time I've heard someone like, like, wow, that man gets it. Like he gets it. But like in terms of Tua, that's what he needs to do. He needs to be able to know when to push the ball down the field and know when to be able to check down. It can't be these five yard throws every down. No point settling for field goals. Not like, no. And you, you're right. There's no one to bail you out. So, I mean, we'll see. Do I think the Dolphins can make the playoffs? I think they can get in at that seventh spot if Tua looks the part. But I, the, the jury is clearly out on him. I don't, I'm not the biggest Tua believer in, anymore. Now, now, Chewy, last year, who was the, the OC was, um, for the Dolphins? It was, it was one of Fitzpatrick's boys. Oh, was uh, it? it was uh, – shit, oh, I can't remember his name. You love to do this. I do love to do this. I, I, I listen. I literally picture. If, I, if, if it was anyone this year, I would have had you, but I can't help. No, you. it was last year. It was a veteran guy. It was a veteran guy. No, I'm not gonna fuck. Well, while you what, what up, was your what was your point though? My point yeah, was they, you had a, you're going into it. You have, this year you have two you have two co offensive coordinators that are coaching two up. Last year you had a guy that Fitzpatrick knew the offense. He was able to further help too, and now you have two. Really, you're tanking the training wheels off. 
And you have a young head coach who really has never molded a quarterback before. Now playing in games, he will be in games. There will be games. I guarantee you 75% of the games they should have Dolphins played because of their defense and because of how good they are, they will be in a game where it's going to come down to the play of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. If they want to make that step where they make the playoffs, because last year they just missed out on it at the end. And I remember, I think I don't think we started the show yet, but you were screaming for Fitzpatrick to be the guy who screaming because you, yeah, because I understand, I understand where you were saying. last year. They said, okay, we're going to see what we can do. You were, you were all on Fitzpatrick, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they went with Fitzpatrick was because they didn't think they were going to be that good, and then holy shit, they were. And now it's like, go, 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 win, go win it now. You're a quarterback away, essentially. And and now you're there, and now it's like you, you gotta you gotta come through. Uh, Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey was oh, the offensive coordinator oh last year. Chan Gailey is almost like seventy years old. I know, but you have to understand, Chan Gailey, his offense, Fitzpatrick already knew in and out, so yeah, it was a very yeah. it was a very good way for him to help a young Tua, Tua to learn this offense. And now you have two co-offensive coordinators, another voice in that helmet coming into this year. I think that I think people are sleeping on that. Do you think that makes a difference? I think, uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna get an answer. I mean, Waddle's a big addition. I I didn't, I don't even think I mentioned him earlier, but they got they got the offensive tools. You're gonna get an answer. You're gonna start getting answers on to it this season for sure. And oh, you are. Right. I think when, when is I your think I don't think for Tua? you have a timetable for Daniel Jones. What do you, what do you, you think love those to say answers will be? Yeah. What do you well, think? Well, no, I think I think if you see improvement. You don't necessarily look for an, um, another answer right now, but if if he's like I think they're not like Dario said earlier, they're not a thousand percent locked into that this is their guy. So I think they can still openly and openly search for a quarterback, but I think he needs to. They need to compete and at least be playing meaningful football week seventeen to maybe get in the playoffs or make the playoffs. I think. That's what you see because you saw you were at that stage last year with Fitzpatrick and Shade of Tua. So you've got to, it's got to be a step. And if it's yeah. not, then you, then you got to see if you're, then you got to go, then you got to figure if it out. If you're in the, if you're in the top 10, maybe you, you got to play, you got to see what no, the, I, the I don't think they're going to be in the top 10. I think Tua is their guy, even going into next year, regardless of what happens this year. Yeah, I mean, he's under contract. You're going to give him three years. No, I understand that, but I don't think they're going to be like, oh, we're looking for another guy. We're going to hedge this pick. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, are right, you want to move on to the Bills? Or we can do the Jets. I thought we were going to hold off on the Jets. You're going to talk a little bit about them, yeah. All right, well, let's, let's go to the Bills. We're, all right, we're 15 minutes in, and the show's about to be over after the Bills. That's no, it's not. We'll, we'll right. <laughs> um, all right, so Buffalo. I think, I think it's their division to lose. You got, obviously, Josh Allen. You have a team that's coming back. He's getting paid now. By the way, in case you guys didn't realize, this, the stadium that the Bills play at is a complete shithole, in case you didn't know. Like, they're trying to get the city to buy to, to get them a new stadium. Um, they have – there's cracks in, like, the foundation. There's cracks in the upper deck. There's, like, concrete missing from shit. There's lights missing, railings missing. It's, kind of, it's just a complete mishmash of a stadium. But they're in Buffalo, so they get away with it. Awesome. I think the, the bottom – the biggest question here is how do you get past – the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I don't yeah. think their conversation. It's not even, is divi- it's not even the division. Division's a joke. How do you beat Patrick Mahomes if you're the, if you're the Buffalo Bills? What what do you got to do? I mean, what, the improvements personnel wise, game plan wise, 
because that's what's going to come down to. I hate. I, ho- I hope Josh Allen isn't the guy that always loses to Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of guys that can be that guy though. That's when when you're a goat like that. When you're when you're on that level, you you're gonna stop a lot of guys from winning championships. Lamar Jackson's in that boat too. Maybe Baker Mayfield will be in that boat too. There's a lot of guys that can be in that boat. But in terms of Josh Allen, I I don't I don't know if there's much more that he can do. I mean, if you look at their offense, they they were executing at an extremely high level. We we're expecting them to have a top five offense. They added Diggs. He looks like a completely different player. They have multiple running backs that they that they like back there, running back by committee, score a ton of points, and then they play really good defense. They have uh, Tredavious White is one of the best corners in the league. They have a solid pass, pass rush, and they continue adding guys to that pass rush, and they look to bring pressure. I mean, what what can you do to beat the Chiefs? I don't know. I think it just comes down to that. It's a, it's a that day type thing. I think the Chiefs aren't as good. I think we're, we're I know I don't, we've covered the AFC West. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be as good as they were last last season. I, I think you're so, sticking better than the Bills, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I don't know. I'm looking. I at think their they're defense. in the same tier. I don't think their the defense Chiefs are is stacked. I don't think the Chiefs are that much ahead of Buffalo Bills. I think on any given I, Sunday, any like between the Ravens, Chiefs, and Bills, any three can win like the conference championship. Yeah, I think that. Is for sure, but if if you had to ask me who I think would win, I would probably say the Chiefs. But yeah, for sure. I think easily any those three teams, those three teams all have elite quarterbacks and pretty solid defense. I mean, the, in the Bills and Ravens case, they have solid defense defenses, and then the Chiefs have all, offensive weapons galore. I mean, I I love Diggs and Moss this year in fantasy, mm-hmm. like as lower ta- like lower end guys in their tier. I think they're going to have good years and Diggs. Uh, I've been a huge dig guy, Diggs guy from the beginning. I just think they're going to run away with the division. I think it's a battle for second place. If we're going back on the division front. And I think what Chewie said is hit it, uh, said it perfectly when he said it, it's any given day between them and the chiefs. Cause that's what they're, that's what their next step is, beating the Chiefs. And don't forget, Dario, if you remember in that championship game, the, the Bills actually got out to a lead. The Chiefs didn't even play their, their best game that day, and they still end up winning by a couple touchdowns. So I guess that might have – but, I mean, if that well, game – also, was a team that had never been there before. Buffalo, if they have a really high like high season and that game's in Buffalo, then that, that might change things. Who hey, knows? you go to Buffalo late January – that wind's whipping, old stadium, crowd's going, the Bills Mafia's going nuts. Hey, I'll tell you what, that's a tough place to play, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I hate to be the Jets going up there in late January. I'll tell you what. The Jets ain't going nowhere. In late December. The first thing I would do if I was the, anybody in the AFC East, if I was the Dolphins or the Jets, is when am I going up to Buffalo and when am I going up to New England? It is cold as shit up there. I want to get them early. <laughs> that's so true i want to get them yeah. very early let me ask you guys this do you think the bills sweep the division no like i think they sweep, i think they slip up once because last year last year no. they, they lost to new england they lost mm-hmm. to buffalo i mean i'm sorry what i'm on the wrong team here holy they shit. are buffalo they are buffalo let's get the buffalo i don't think they went six and oh. i think they lose one they swept the jets we know that <laughs> the Jets almost had the Jets almost had him in the beginning. The Jets look almost how, had far they came, last year. The Jets, right? had, the Jets almost had Adam Gaze not get fired. That's where they almost had. 
game one, didn't they have like them? It really wasn't that close of a game. Did they play in week one and they blew a big lead? Or is that CJ Mosley two years that ago? Was, that was two years ago. Um, I'm shot. Okay. But uh, they beat the Jets. They beat the yeah. Bills. They beat the Jets they are again. the Bills, you dumbass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get mad at me, but you, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I think they lose oh. to the Dolphins. Hey, no, the Jets <laughs> almost had him. The Jets that. almost had him. The Bills beat him 17-16. They almost had him. We, we got to invest in some research and development here, man. We do. I had somebody uh, <laughs> at the fire him at the interview. <laughs> first of all, if we need a payroll, that's the first thing we need. We need money coming in. Because there's certain, no, there's certain people on this podcast that suggest we need to hire people. But that per- we have no money. There's no money to be had. <laughs> actually, the, the guy suggesting it has actually invested a cent in this thing. <laughs> Go on. Can we... Can we move on to a little jet talk? No, I'm not done with the Bills. No, you're not done with the Bills. What, what, what was the point the you were going to the Bills? The point I was trying to make was... Do you think they're going to go 6-0? In the, in the I think, hold on. No. They beat the Jets twice. There it is. Do they beat the no. Patriots twice? You, 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 they they're going to go... The Dolphins? I think they're going to go 4-2. and two, And the reason why I think they're going to go 4-2, they're probably going to lose one game that uh, they're trying to win. Like, I, it could be probably... It's probably going to be against the Patriots or Dolphins. And then they're gonna probably give up a game. Who knows? Because they they already have their spot solidified and they're resting their starters. Well, week seventeen could be the issue. Yeah, week, what yeah. was it? Week, week mean, nineteen, just, whatever the fuck it is. Who they playing? Probably be on their. Let's go into next season with a good taste in our mouth. Type. Ah, oh, who knows? But I think four and two is reasonable. I don't think they're gonna sweep. Yeah. All right. So, oh, right, we're talking about the Jets here. Yeah. I mean, I just want to get Chewy's initial talk, thoughts on Zach Wilson early on. Um, initial thoughts there. I mean, there's not much I've seen that you don't like. I mean, in pre in two, the two preseason games I've seen him watch, watching his throws. I mean, he's on time. He's accurate. His footwork looks good. Um, when he has a clean pocket, he's doing what he needs to do. And the ball, I mean, the ball is the biggest thing for me. I mean, he's placing it where it, it needs to be. And, um, that's that's what you want to see out of your out of a rookie quarterback. I mean, it's not a doesn't really have a lot of mechanical issues. And like I think like we like I said earlier, he seems to have a really good grasp of like, yeah, we know he's a gunslinger, but you still have to be measured. And I love his comments. The comments yeah. he made about he's looked good so far. Yeah. And he's looked definitely. Good. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to like sing his praises too much. I mean, there's. Well, no, not against too many number one defenses. I mean, he's not getting hit consistently. I mean, See, it's a little different when it matters. The, but I mean, the, the thing that makes me nervous is everyone's saying, oh, my God, he lit it up in Green Bay. Just see what he did against the Packers. He did play so good. You're also granted you're not playing against the Packers once. And also you're not playing against Aaron Rodgers on the other side, scoring every drive. And then you have to go out there and, and the pressure might be on. And shoot, you hit the nail right on the head. What, did, what does he have in, in, right now in the preseason? A clean pocket. His feet are clean. He's making throws on time. Everything's on time. Everything's clicking. What you're going to need to see out of this kid this year is when things are off schedule, off script, he doesn't have a clean pocket. You know, he's getting a blitz. You're going to have different looks in the regular season. Everything's vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. You're going against shell defenses. Exactly. So, you know what? It's good that there's good good bright spots against a a vanilla shell defense. That's fine. You're going to take your lumps this year. You know it's going to happen. But the one bright spot is 
your boy Makai Becton is absolutely moving bodies right now. Yeah. Right he, or wrong? Yeah, he just now granted he, against he's only against Carl Lawson all all, all preseason. Yeah. I yeah. hear good things that he's he is he is playing well. Yeah. I mean, I think as a whole, the unit as a whole, they're they're hoping the O line had, had been a little more far along at this point. I mean, they haven't had Vera Tucker the last couple of weeks and they're missing uh i think moses has been in now and beckton just went down for a concussion so pass protection wise i'm i don't think they're uh they're, they're not where they need to be but run blocking wise i think the jets are going to really try and emulate a lot of what san fran did last year on offense and like you want to punch someone in the mouth and have zone blocking scheme and true running back by committee committee with tevin coleman and and uh, Michael Carter, I mean, you're at least giving yourselves a chance on offense. Listen, you drafted more. Got, we haven't seen you, more. You're giving yourself a yeah. chance on offense by not having Adam Gaze over there. That's yeah. right, right, right off the bat. But even with even and talent true, around, right. you're at least giving yourself a chance. And, I mean, that's what you want to see for a rookie Real, quarterback, at least. Go ahead, Ryan. Real quick, Chu. Uh, I think this is probably one of the best wide receiver cores that we've seen from the Jets in recent history, at least. If you, you mean, uh, probably as good probably as Antonio and Eric Marshall, Decker? Marshall and Decker, Marshall yeah. and Decker right? But yeah. I, I know I just uh, – um, more a personal question is, uh, what do you think of Mims and Moore uh, exactly? And then I know Davis is a guy that a lot of people are thinking could have a big blow-up year as well coming into yeah. this situation. Yeah, so from what I've seen and how I anticipated shaking out, Davis seems to be like that safety blank, that safety blanket receiver for Wilson, like the number one chem type guy. I mean, they signed him. They signed him to be the number number one guy in terms of uh, catching in traffic, RPOs, that first look. I think Brandon Ayuk in San Fran, like late, late, late last season, he's going to be that guy getting those targets. But then you have Elijah Moore. And I, and I think it, what the Jets have realized this offseason is you want you want receivers that, that are able to have different skill sets. It's not about uh, having the most number of guys. You want people that can do different things, different things. like end arounds and work in space. And Elijah Moore is that that uh, that flashy player the Jets haven't had at that position in a, in a while. And then if you talk about Mims, I mean, Mims is kind of falling out of favor with the coaching staff. I mean, he was drafted last year, obviously had high expectations to be that that big body receiver getting those possession catches, but now they have a sure-handed thing in Davis. And it's, look, the best guys are going to play because don't forget about Jamison Crowder too. He's been proven. He was there with Darnold. He was Darnold's security blanket. And the best guys are going to be on the field. So they don't owe Mims anything. That coaching staff wants every guy, wants competition at every position. And that's the sign of a good football team. So, I mean, controversy, yeah, for the beat writers and everything, but that's that's a good sign. Well, your toxic friend is yeah. all over there, so that'll help you. Mm-hmm. And and off that, the Jets have a little depth at the wide receiver position now. They have four guys that we think could play in the NFL and be, you know, good uh, on their trajectory of their careers. I mean, outside of Crowder, Crowder who's kind of plateauing at this point, just yeah. more towards the end, are all looking up. I mean, Mims kind of fell out of favor a little bit, but I think he had a little stronger um, last week or so, but I know a couple weeks ago he was having a little rough time, but I just follow Mims a lot because he's on my dynasty team. Chewy, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. And this will be the last Jet question. We don't want to get too much into it because we're going to have an entire show devoted to the Jets. Right, and right. Um, Robert Sal, initial thoughts here on the way he is carrying this team around, kind of the, the tempo and the vibe around there, especially with a, you know, a legitimate coaching staff now. What do you? What are your biggest differences from last year preseason 
to this year preseason? Um, preseason wise, I mean that's that's first of all that's a great question. I mean, in terms of um, him and the last guy, we all we are we already knew during the hire, like essentially he was the anti Adam Gase. Like we don't have to go down that road. Like completely different atmosphere in terms of uh, sideline presence, et cetera, et cetera. But what what really stood out to me was in the first preseason game I watched against against the Giants. Uh, it was something so minute. It was like a it was like a third down. And the guy was stretching for the line and they marked the ball short and it was clearly a first down. He challenged it in the first in the in the in the first in the first series or like first two series of the deck. He challenged it and won the challenge. I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see your uh, coach with like a good pulse of the game. And like those types of decisions will win or lose you games in the regular season when the margin of error is like that thin. So that was very encouraging for me just to know that he had like he doesn't take anything serious. And it's more about the more about the process than the results. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, that's an excellent point. Yeah. So, I mean, in term in terms of what we're expecting to see out of him, I mean, he uh, Jets fans are ready to go for we're ready to ride for Solomon. <laughs> I mean, after what we just suffered through for the last two years. We don't have that high of expectations. We're going to – we'll let's ride. It's very similar and, to you guys and Joe Judge. Honestly. Yeah, I was just going to say I think it's a little more warranted than Joe Judge because at first initial glance, first take was like, who's Joe Judge? And then once you heard him talk, you kind of felt – you kind of got behind him a little bit as a giant fan. But Salah was a solid hire. I think we all liked the hire at the time for the most part. And I think just – I don't want to start diving in deep into how many wins. I think we'll save that for the more general so But if you guys want to move on to the standings. Yeah, can go ahead, Ryan. Go go. Go. Who, who do you want uh, to go first? You go first, Derek. Me? Fine. Yeah. You're going to put the gun in my head. Put Chewy right. last. So, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to end up in first for obvious reasons. Um I think they're, they're the class of the division. It's their division to lose. They're, they're just the best. They're the most complete team. Last place will be the New York Jets. Um, Jeez. You had so one win. First, last, yeah. second, third. Yeah, you like that, right? Just trying to follow. I'm, follow I'm trying to mess you up over there. So, would you have one win last year? <laughs> I, think they had two. I, think, I think two. That's why they didn't get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, two. They had two wins. They had two you wins. beat two playoff teams. <laughs> That's right. Go Jets. <laughs> J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets All right I could care well, less about you, the Jets I could struggling. care less about the Jets I want to kiss you All right, go. So, All look right. You go from 2 to even 5 I think you should be ecstatic You go to 2 to 6 I think you should be Go to, go to fucking the Super Bowl The following year So You're <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm telling you, man. You go two to six. Okay, you your jump the next year's gotta be gotta be seventeen and zero. You know, Zach Wilson, the MVP. You know, two years from now, and Salah's gonna be the next Vince Lombardi. So go on, let them walk themselves off their own. Just like the Mets in the preseason. Just like the Mets when they were practicing how they're gonna celebrate for the World Series. Now they're ninety-five games in second place. So there you go. So there we go. Great. You see, they they say they came back. Who the Mets? They They came back. They're losing again. No, they can't do it. They can't do it. Queens, the parts, Florham Park, awful places to play sports. Awful. The the probably the rec teams are awful too. Can you get to second and third place? (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. Second and third place. I think 
I think third place, you're going to have the Miami Dolphins. Um, only because I just think that you look at what's going on in New England. You have a Bill Belichick coming back with a complete team, and he's pissed off. And Bill was killing it this offseason with the free agency. Um, I think between, between Cam and Mac Jones, he's going to figure out between the two of them how the fuck he's going to get to second place. Um, and I think they're going to figure it out. There's no way that Bill's going to let this team not make the playoffs this year. That, that is my gut. Um, and I think because you have more of a complete quarterback situation in New England as opposed to Miami, you do have the safety blanket. If one of the guys screws up, you have somebody that can play. So Buffalo, New England, Miami, the New York Jets. And uh, mine's pretty fucking similar. I don't know why I had to drop the F bomb there, but yeah, mine's similar because you kind of stole my you stole my thunder at the end. I mean, yeah, I think. The, Were you also going to go first? It's going to come down third. No, no, no. I was going to. I'll say. I'll say real quick. Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets. I think the uh, Pats and Dolphins are very close together, mm-hmm. but I think it comes down to the quarterback room. And I think if you had to ask me right now, I think Mac Jones. I'd take Mac Jones over Tua. Moving mm-hmm. forward, and I think Cam, just the safety blanket of Cam being there and looking a lot better this year and being a little – like he's gotten the work and surgery and he's healed up. He looks a little healthier this year than before. All right. Go ahead, Broadway Chewy. Um, I agree with most, most <laughs> of what you guys said. Um, I, think, I, think the, I think the Dolphins actually end up finishing ahead of the Patriots, and I'm going to lean towards them. At the number two spot because I like continuity in the NFL. I mean, Flores, they have guys that have already played together. I mean, New England, you have a huge free agency class. They all got to get on the same page. And they have, I mean, they both have questions at quarterback. But I think I think the Dolphins have kind of figured out how they know how to win. They won 10 games last year. And hopefully they're going to be in a similar situation. Whereas New England, they have to get pieces to mesh together. That might be a little more trials and tribulations during the regular season, but obviously the bills finishing first. And like Dario said, I mean, with the jets, five wins, five, six wins, everyone sings kumbaya and we'll be back next year. Oh, you're ecstatic at six wins. With hopefully, with hopefully a top five pick to, to draft Singletary, but you Singletary. know, let's, let's, let's watch. The whole, a dog. Let's, let's watch the whole season before we get into 22 draft. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I know Ryan has a hundred rankings probably already already ready to go. Week zero this week. Week zero. Week zero. Saturday. Week zero. We're looking for the opportunity to compete. Hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. Ryan, Chewy, everybody out here. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Monday, big show. Nick, Justin, NFC East, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and the uh, the football team. It's gonna be a hell of a show. Tune in. <laughs> the football team. <laughs> <laughs> this show sucks. This show is this god awful. It's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Dip your waitresses. <laughs>